This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast. After game one of the ALCS, uh, we're on the Bet Rivers Network, as always, and for all your wagering needs, is Bet Rivers in New York and New Jersey. Play Sugar House in Connecticut. So, whatever you need, just go to their uh, app uh, and you'll find everything you need for all your needs there. And the program, of course, always on the Bet Rivers Network and wherever you can find your podcast. All right. The Yankees didn't have a lot of time to prepare for this series. We knew that. It wasn't a matchup that you loved going in as far as the starting pitches were concerned. You didn't know which Verlander you were going to get. And early on, Verlander seemed to be really struggling. He struggled in the first. He struggled in the second. He gave up the long home run, obviously, uh, to Bader. Um, but then he found himself and put on a show. He really did. Retiring the last 11 batters. He did throw a lot of pitches, so he could only go six innings, but he retired the last 11 batters, struck out nine. And one of the things that was so stark in this game, the Astros struck out twice. The Yankees struck out 17 times. 17 times. He put Carpenter in the lineup, trying to get some offense. He wants to see if he can find that magic with Carpenter. Carpenter, except for one loud foul he hit, his swings were awful tonight. Absolutely awful. He struck out four times. Donaldson struck out three times and uh, got a walk his last time up. The Yankees did a couple of things positive tonight. Let me stress the positives because they're not a lot, but let me stress the positives in the 4-2 game. Number one, there were six runs scored in the game, five by homers. We know that's the script with these two teams. You knew it would come down to the bullpen. The Astros beat up on the Yankee pen. Now, this wasn't this wasn't the good part of the Yankee pen, as we call it now, because Loisega, Holmes, Peralta didn't come in the game. But the Yankees, this part of the pen could not handle the Astros. The Astros took them deep three different times. And except for Montero making a bad pitch to Rizzo, who had a really good game. He got hit by a pitch. He walked. He saved about six errant throws. He made some wonderful plays in the field, and then he hit a home run to at least make the game a threat. You got the two guys on in the uh, eighth inning before Carpenter strikes out. Presley it was very, very good. Their bullpen is very, very good. Verlander recaptured his magic there. The only thing going on with the Astros right now is El Tuve is not hitting. He hasn't had a hit in the postseason yet. So you know that's not going to continue. He's going to get hot sooner or later. He's going to wreck a game sooner or later. But let's touch on a couple of positives here. Number one, Rizzo had a very good game. Number two, the catch by Judge was just sensational. Saved two runs and probably three because there would have been a runner on third and one out. 
Tyone gave up some really loud outs. He gave up the, the ball uh, that judge caught. He gave up the ball that Stanton caught. I thought Stanton had, except for that ball, the first ball I don't think Stanton could have caught anyway. They made a big deal about it. I don't think he could have caught it anyway. Uh, Stanton had a really good game. He really did. He seems to be on it right now, and he can handle that left field. So I don't think that's a problem. You can play him there if you want to play Carpenter. Uh, they can go back and forth on that. I believe they should have put uh, the shortstop back in position. He's been the shortstop all year. He should be back in there. Okay, that that's what should happen. Now, tomorrow it's going to be Severino against Valdez, so you have a little different lineup. But Rizzo had a good game. Stanton had a good game. Judge made that one catch, had a quiet game himself. Uh, but the Yankees struck out 17 times. Their bullpen couldn't hold up against the Astros, and the Astros only struck out two times, uh, hit a lot of loud outs, a couple of bullets. Uh, Bregman hit a couple of balls that were hit hard, that, uh, and obviously Gurriel did too. Um, and then they hit the home runs that opened the game up. Gurriel hit the home run. McCormick had, I thought, a couple of good at-bats tonight. The, home, the single, the walk, and then the uh, home run. So it wouldn't, listen, coming here and losing the first game, you just came here, and the Yankees, let's be honest, they deserve to be a big underdog in the series, and they are. This is the most decided underdog the Yankees are in a series, I think, since they played the Braves and beat them in the 96 World Series. I think this is the first time they've been that kind of underdog. Um, And they deserve to be. This team's better. And it's a lot better in a bullpen. And this team does everything. It doesn't have any weaknesses. It's a really good team. Doesn't mean the Yankees don't have a chance. They do. But the Yankees are going to have to get some surprising pitching, and they're going to have to hit a whole bunch of home runs. And let's be honest. They probably got to get tomorrow's game. Because coming back and winning four out of five against this team with this bullpen, with no days off, is going to be virtually impossible. The Yankee bullpen just doesn't stack up against this lineup. It just doesn't. And their bullpen is good. It really is. Montero's got to go more to the changeup. He's throwing too many fastballs. But their bullpen is good. They know exactly how they want to play things. They do everything in a very, very efficient way. But, hey, if the Yankees can, you know, get their home run hitters going... They can make this a series, but we'll see. You know, Hicks is out for the postseason. He wasn't going to play a lot anyway. That's not a big deal. The problem is you don't have a lot of days off in the series. You have one day off in the entire series. That comes up between game two and game three. You can't pitch your ace until game three. He doesn't go on full rest again, again in the series. They can go with Verlander on full rest. They have a much more accomplished pen right now. I mean, Peralta's been competent. He's been confident. He's been competent. He's done a good job. Holmes looks like he has his good and bad days. Loisaga hasn't fooled anybody. Not at all. So you're going to keep hunting and pecking and looking to see if you can find somebody there. And he's doing that a little bit with the lineup because he's, he's still searching. I understand he wanted to try and get Carpenter started. It didn't work. He's got to be concerned with Donaldson right now. 
who is not swinging the bat well. But there's not a lot of reinforcements on that bench right now. There really aren't. There's not a lot of places you want to go. So you're going to have to live with your veteran players and hope for the best. I do like that they showed a little life in the eighth inning. That's, that, that was a positive, that they showed a little life in the eighth inning. That they didn't just go down, you know, if they didn't go down fourth inning, fifth inning, sixth inning, seventh inning, eighth inning, ninth inning, that would have been very tough. At least in the eighth inning, they got the home run and they got two guys on base. So they showed a little life. I think that's important going forward. Everyone makes a big deal about the Yankees being a tired club tomorrow. I, I, don't, I don't think that plays into this, okay? They'll get plenty of rest for the game starts. They've got 24 hours to the next game. They've got plenty of time to rest. The question is, can they get anything out of their starting pitching? Can they get anything out of their bullpen? That's what it really comes down to. They stayed away from Alvarez tonight. They walked him a couple of times. That's probably going to be their MO. But this team, without Altuve hitting... Pena is a problem, okay? He is a problem. Alvarez is a problem. Regman is a problem. Tucker hitting that double play, which is the biggest out the Yankees got all day, but he is a problem. You know that. Guriel's a problem. The whole lineup's a problem. I mean, this team is a really good team. There's a reason why they keep winning. And 17 Ks to two. I mean, that's crazy. That is, that is just, that's just crazy when you think about it. 17 strikeouts. And Verlander really found himself with that breaking ball. I mean, because he did not look, he, he had thrown 45 pitches in two innings. He had a shaky third inning. Stanton hit that absolute pee off the wall. That was a very big at bat in the game when he struck out Donaldson on the high fastball with second and third and one out. Got to get a run home there. Got to get something there. It was imperative. And that really jump-started. That strikeout of Donaldson jump-started. Burleson, because he struck out Carpenter in the inning. Then he struck out Beta. Then he struck out the bottom of the order. Then he came back and struck out the top of the order. Judge is the only one who hit the ball. He hit the pop-up. And then, you know, he went on an unbelievable spree. 11, getting 11 outs, 9 by strikeout. Very, very impressive. So the Yanks down a game. Severino versus Valdez in game number two. Okay, there's not, let's be honest, there's not all that much he's going to be able to do with this lineup. There's not people that he can just, you know, rely on. He's got to leave Donaldson in there and hope that Donaldson straightens himself out. They're getting, obviously, an enormous amount out of Bader. Trevino finished the season not swinging the bat well. He's not the guy he was. So I know they like to pitch to Trevino. I might put Higgy in, give him a chance. Because his bat was live at the end of the lineup, uh, end of the season. I might do that. I 
I understand what he was trying to do with Carpenter. It didn't work. And, you know, they need Judge and Rizzo and Stanton all firing at the same time. If they can get that, that can be imposing because you got three guys there who can hit a ton of home runs. You got two 30 home run hitters and a 60 home run hitter. I mean, that's a lot. Rotor is in there, and you got four sluggers. And Torres usually hits in the postseason. He didn't have a good game tonight. But he usually hits in the postseason, and he usually hits in the situations that are big in the postseason. Not surprised. Not surprised by what I saw tonight. When you know your new time wasn't going to give you more than five, that's all you could hope for. And you know what? He got out of there pretty much unscathed because of the fact. You know, he got out of there unscathed because of the fact that Schmidt got out of the inning with the DP with Tucker. So he only gave up one run. All right, Maldonado, who happens to hit him well. Because Maldonado will hit an off-speed pitch. Maldonado took him deep. You know, hit the ball off the wall. They got the run. It's the only run he gave up. I mean, if he got one run out of Tyone, that's not bad. The problem is, in the battle of bullpens, they're going to finish second every night. Yankees cannot have these games where they need to go get 15 outs out of the bullpen, and that's how these games are set up. Now, if Severino's on his game, if he is on his game, he can give you length. If he is on his A game, and they have to hope, hope that is the case. They need that in the worst way. And, you know, they have to find a way, you know, to get a, to get a W tomorrow and get back to the stadium 1-1. And if they can do that, hey. The series has a little different look to it with Cole going in game three. That's just the way it is. Things can happen that way very quickly, but, you know, there's a lot that has to happen. You know, and you got to get, you have to get, you have to get a good performance out of your starting pitcher tomorrow. Severino has to go deep into the game because if you're back in the pen, if you're back in the pen in the fifth inning, I'm sorry, it's not going to work against this team. They're going to take you deep. They're going to wreck the game. And that's the Yankees are extremely vulnerable there. They have a very weak and efficient pen now against a team that just keeps coming at you. They devoured Seattle. I mean, Seattle played well in that series and then just gave up the games late because this Houston team is relentless in that lineup. And that's with Altuve not hitting at all. He hasn't had a hit in a postseason. Not one. He's completely off his game. He's swinging at bad pitches, but it's going to turn around. It's going to be one Times he hits the ball in the screws, and that's going to turn everything around, and then you're not going to be able to get him out. You know that's coming. I mean, that lineup is loaded. 
And their bullpen is good. Let me switch to the other series just for a second. This was a game after Wheeler. You know, Zach Wheeler has been a favorite of mine for a long time. You've heard me talk about him many times. I desperately wanted the Mets to keep him. Because I, I personally liked him a lot. He was as high class a kid as I ever met with the Mets, ever. I can tell you, when I'd bring my kids over there, when they were little, you know, four years old, five years old, six years old, and he would play catch with them all the time. He would take them out in the outfield all the time. I mean, he was he was wonderful. He is, and he was the nicest, nicest kid in the world. You couldn't be a nicer kid than he was. And what a game he threw yesterday! Can you ever throw a better game? I mean, eighty-three pitches. He could have gone on one hit, one walk, eight strikeouts. Just a brilliant performance yesterday. And Harper's doing what everyone always waited for Harper to do in this series. But the Padres, after getting down today, and let's be honest, they got down four runs on an inning where you shook your head between bad plays, you know, a flare into the outfield, another flare into the outfield, a third flare into the outfield, now they got to run. Then Soto loses a fly ball in right field, now you got another run in in second and third. Then the first baseman has a double play ball or Schwaber, and he boots that. So they wind up really in an inning where they should have got no runs. They got four runs. They didn't really hit a hard hit ball the whole inning. But they came back from that. They got the two big home runs to make it 4-2, and then they got the big spot in the fifth inning. And getting that... One hit from Soto. He has not, you know, he's turned the 4-3 into a, you know, an occasion. He just keeps hitting ground balls to second base. But when he rang that double down the right field line, that might get him going. Machado's hitting. They get Soto going, but they got the game they needed to get. And a long series. You know, Musgrove has been throwing the ball really well. Padres' pen is better. Padres' defense is supposed to be better, but you wouldn't know it by the game today. And you're looking at a long series. I I, I thought a seven-game series going in. I favored the Padres in seven, but uh, I think it's going to be a long series. I think they're pretty evenly matched teams. As the scene shifts and hits the hits Philly, uh, you know what? It's they had to win that game today. They came back and won it. That's what they needed to do. They were able to do it, so they got that series back. And it should be a long competitive series. This series, hey, going to be hard to find believers if the Yanks get popped tomorrow. They need to bounce back, and to do that, they can't be in the pen in the fourth inning. It's not going to work unless they score 9 million runs. They cannot be in the pen in the fourth inning. I understand he stayed away from his, quote-unquote, you know, A relievers tonight, but Holmes is iffy. 
Lewiska has been shaky, and Peralta's been good. I gotta admit, he's been he's been good. But it's not enough. It's not enough. We knew the pen was going to be a big problem. It's going to be very distasteful if this team beats them up, but hey, they need to turn around and get this right back now and get this thing back to even coming back to New York with Cole in the mound in game three. That's what this has to happen. Otherwise, you know, hey, you can say, oh, well, if the Yanks get a split in the next two, it's all going to come down to game four. Yeah, all right, that's fine. Except, you know what? If they get a split in the next two games, Easton's in just fine shape. That's all they need. So the Yankees need to do a little better than that. If you if you have a vision of the Yankees winning this series, you almost have to have a way for them to get up after the cold game three, which means win tomorrow and then win game three. Otherwise it's a it's a tall order. A very tall order, especially with no other days off after Friday and the pen being as inefficient as it is. And you're going to be there every game. Cole gives you six. When he gives you a good performance, he's still going to give you six. And Cortez is a five-inning pitcher for the most part. He does his stuff. He's good, but he's still a five-inning pitcher for the most part. And that means every day you're in that pen deep and they're just not cut out for it right now, not against this lineup. They survived against, against Cleveland, but Cleveland, Cleveland's lineup, you know, there's like two guys in Cleveland's lineup that could even, get it, could even find a, 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 a slot in the starting rotation in this team. I mean, this team's lineup is just scary. This is a tremendous baseball team without a weakness. But hey, you know what it's going to come down to? Hitting home runs, which you did again tonight. Six runs in the game, five home runs. How many runs did the Yankees score without a home run? None. How many runs did they score without a home run? One. Very easy to see how you manufacture runs for the most part in these games. And that was the difference in the series with the Yankees because in Cleveland because the Yan- Cleveland didn't hit home runs and the Yankees did. So we will be with you tomorrow after game two. Friday morning, we'll have our Football Friday podcast as we get ready, believe it or not, for... Amazingly, utterly amazingly, week seven in the National Football League. And the Giants and the Jets looking to add to their very, very impressive records right now. The 5-1 Giants in Jacksonville against a young but improving Jaguar team. The Jets at 4-2 and two taking on a befuddled, would be a nice word. Befuddled Bronco team.
at two and four, and they have a very good chance to cause all kinds of havoc with their defense against that Denver team, which right now doesn't know which end is up. So we'll have the football Friday for you uh, early on Friday. We'll have tomorrow night after a game two. Hey, you can still take a deep breath and relax. It's only one game. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens in game two. And then we'll see just, just how much work the Yankees or just how big a hole the Yankees have dug themselves or dug out of after game two tomorrow night. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan. And you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts.